Hello friend, Mel Jeffcoat here. It is 5.37 on a Tuesday. Uh, that would be p.m. Um, and today I'm going to talk about running, which is something that I like to do. Um, and I'm actually not particularly good at running, but that's part of why I do it. I think it's a good experience to work at something that you're not great at. Um, but in addition, I do enjoy it, uh, especially uh, even more so than running on, you know, in an urban environment, I really enjoy trail running. And uh, there's just something primal about that, running through a forest, a narrow trail. I think part of it might be that with the trees close and the trail narrow, then feels like you're going faster than you actually are, or that, that you would feel you would be going if you were on a wide street, for example. But I just, I really enjoy being out in nature. I enjoy hiking. So trail running is just sort of brings that to a higher level. I've actually, after saying all that, it's been a couple years since I've done much running. Immediately after getting my best time ever for a 5K, which was 26 minutes something, so as you can see, uh, I'm not a competitive runner, uh, but that was my best time ever, and then not too long after that, in a training run, I injured my foot, and it was plantar fasciitis that I was dealing with, and it's been quite some time. It's finally cleared up, seems to be good, um, and... You know, I'd also gotten quite busy, didn't make the time in my schedule to go running anymore because of my foot injury. And so it, it sort of fell by the wayside for several years. I think the last time I was really consistently training was would have been either 2018 or 2019. I can't remember. But in the last six months or so, I had actually gotten kind of out of shape I had a number of reasons, but uh, was a lot less active than I typically was in the past. And so starting in um, July, the beginning of July, I really focused on rebuilding my physical activity and, and making exercise a priority. So I've been walking, mostly increasing my distance, but I've also added in some running. And again, I'm not that great. I'm only at a point where I can run a little bit over a mile without stopping, so, you know, that's there's plenty of room for improvement there. But as I was on a run this morning, I was thinking about some things that I've learned from running. And... One of the things that really is a good concept, and I think this mostly comes from trail running, um, but it's the concept of recovering on the flat, which means that when you've gone up a hill, and you know that's a lot more work, you might be out of breath, tired, if you are at a good enough condition that once you're past the hill and it's flat or somewhat downhill, it's not too taxing that if you can recover 
while still running, just at a slower pace, at a, a jog. That's better than walking. Um, better for your time, and and just it it shows a level of of physical conditioning that you've achieved if you are able to recover on the flat. And that's something that I think about in general in life, you know, when immediately after doing some difficult task or project, if you can manage to not completely stop or really slow down afterwards, if you can recover on the flat, as it were, and still get some things accomplished while resting and getting your breath back, metaphorically speaking, then you're going to be further ahead than if you have to just completely collapse. And part of that is also not expending all of your energy in the uphill. Like if, if the uphill is so hard that you're going to be utterly exhausted by the top of it, then you're better off walking that when, when, when running. Uh, as the general rule of thumb in trail running that I learned was if you can see the top of the hill, then go ahead and run it if it's not too steep and you, and you can. But if you can't see the top of it when, from where you start, then just walk up it. Save your strength. Um, so I think that applies in general, you know, if, if you try to conserve, conserve your strength, even when you're doing something strenuous, then, you know, the recovery is not going to be so bad afterwards. And maybe you can continue to do some things while recovering. Whereas if you, if you throw everything into it, then maybe you're going to be flat on your back or maybe you get sick or, or who knows and completely be out of, out of, the game for a while. Another thing that I learned is that breath control is really key. Uh, it's just as important, if not more so, as building up your muscles and your endurance. Because if you control your breath while running, and that means keeping to a rhythm, and I won't get into different theories of what sort of rhythm, because that's getting into the weeds a bit. But, you know, you have a, a definite rhythm that you maintain. And it might be different depending on how hard you're working. But whatever, whatever it is, it's consistent. And that consistency is what helps propel you along. If you, if you are just sort of panting and not consistently taking breaths in a ryth rhythmic way, then you're going to quickly run out of energy and not be able to continue. Controlling your breath is something that's hugely important for being able to run effectively. And, well, how does that apply to life? Well, it may, maybe it's a bit of a stretch, but... Um, you know, if you do any sort of meditative practice, you will also find that many of those have uh, a breath control uh, part to them as well. The one that I like to do 
involves um, just three counts and of in hold it while holding it in and then three counts out and then three counts with the breath completely expended so it's it's a four-part breath three counts of each and when I do that for five minutes it promotes a focus and a clarity and there are many other ways of, of controlling your breath in a meditative practice and they all have different effects and you can you know google that look it up but if you have any experience with meditation you probably know some of it and the third thing that I already knew but running has really helped to show how powerful it can be is the power of visualization I have several different visualizations that I use while I'm running to help conserve my power use it more effectively um, you know it can be a simple in uh, the book Zen running they talk about uh, imagining a tether to something that you can see in front of you and you're hooked to this thing that you see in front of you and it is drawing you towards it as you run that is a visualization that for whatever reason it makes it easier and you know once you reach the thing that you're being pulled towards then you choose something else a little further on and attach the mental tether to that and pull yourself forward and it's amazing how much that can help just having a simple visualization like that um, you know if you don't do something like that then it's just really tempting when you start to get tired to to just want to stop and walk but if you're like oh just gotta gotta get to that tree and that tree is just pulling me towards it and you can feel it if you if you visualize strongly enough then that'll get you there and then you find you have more strength than you thought you had I could probably talk about walk uh, running for quite a bit longer but I'm past the 10 minute mark almost to 11 and so I'm gonna go ahead and stop here uh, if anybody has any questions or wants to talk about running if you're into it you know go ahead and shoot me an email or a message uh, of course if you don't already have my contact info you can uh, subscribe to my newsletter and that'll get us connected so that's all I have for you tonight until next time <laughs>